So Space Jam. Space Jam. It's back. It's, it's finally here. It's back and it's better than ever, it would appear. And look, there's a there's an obvious storyline that, that people have been following uh, with uh, the newly revamped characters. But what I think people are not talking about is the horrible plug job that LeBron James got on his hair <laughs> and the shoe shine that he put on his head just to make it seem like he still has hair. Well, I mean, when you're in a world of perfectly animated characters, you got to look your best. You know what I'm saying? You got to look sharp. They should have just deep faked his younger self onto his face. <laughs> With the headband and all and the baggy shorts yeah. that he used to wear. But did anybody else notice in that article that um, the the villain is an AI character and it's all like it's all you know they're they're going full like 2021 it's what? in a computer what no yeah. nope nope this segment's over no nope. Don nope. Cheadle is an AI character. <laughs> Welcome to this week's uh, episode, of, I was going to say iteration, of Nerd Shit Live. Um, this week, uh, Burke's not with us, so with me, as always, really as always, is uh, Nick Habistro and Dan Kilkenny. As you know, I mean, since you guys made it this week, give yourselves a round of applause. You deserve it. You deserve it. Just give a, uh, a big happy birthday to Mrs. Burke. Oh, yes, Mrs. Burke. That's right. <laughs> he couldn't be here because he, it was his mom's birthday, which is a fine reason not to be here, you know, celebrating your mother's birthday. Uh, so what do we got on the plate for tonight, boys? You tell uh, us, Pat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so glad you asked. <laughs> this is a skinny episode. Yeah, no, it is a skinny episode. It's all right. It's whatever. That gives us more time to talk about our main topic later on. We're going to talk about WandaVision. And I think we're just going to go straight into spoilers because everybody who's going to, at this point, yeah. who's listening to this would have already watched it, at least in my it's, opinion. It's going to be hard to have a conversation beating around the bush of spoilers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, like, think, I think like the best way to go about it is just say like, like no spoilers would be like, I liked it. There's things I didn't <laughs> like. I can't talk about those unless I spoil it. So you know, so be it. There we go. And if you didn't watch it, you had all weekend, and you know. Yeah, and it was watching this. Show? It's not long. One of the biggest complaints is that the episodes are too short. So, you know, half of it is credits. Yes, that's right. Half of it is credits. <laughs> so I mean, that's the best part, though. Oh yeah, the appreciation right. for all the people who worked on it. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's that's actually my favorite part. Slide. I clap every name until the credits <laughs> Stand are over. Yes. <laughs> you know what's this funny? This one goes to you, lead graphic designer. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is that so apparently back in like '50s, '60s when television was you know getting into homes, every single home at uh, at a certain time, like they didn't have like 24 hour networks like they do now. They would just play the pledge of allegiance with a still oh, image yeah. of the flag. And I, I shit you not. My third grade teacher told me that. And yeah, if you fell asleep and you woke up on the couch and the TV was playing, you stood there and you put your hand over your heart until it finished. And then you had to turn the TV. I was like, what? I would never do that. I'd be like, who's watching me. You know, <laughs> I don't even do that when I'm watching like, football or baseball and they're playing the national anthem yeah, it's just that's, that's yeah. what donald trump is talking about he wants that america <laughs> back this is the problem this <laughs> is the problem that was america. his biggest issue is that people were not standing in their living rooms past midnight saluting the pledge of allegiance 
on a CRT TV. <laughs> which actually In four by three. Which actually, speaking of oppressive assholes, our first story is that uh, finally <laughs> a sequel to District Nine is on the way. District Ten has been confirmed that it is coming by director Neil Blomkamp. That's how you say his name, right? Blomkin? Blom- yeah, Blomkin. Blomkin. Yeah, Blomkin. Blomkin. Neil Blomkin. Um, <laughs> look, I've been I've been waiting for this for since I had left the movie theater from the first one, and I I don't believe it won Best Picture, but it did get it did nominated. Not. It did get nominated it though. It did get nominated. I think it won for Best uh, Adapted Screenplay, which it should it was based off of his short. Um, actually, no, it did not win, but it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Visual Effects, and Best Editing. Oh, my God. It's such a good movie, too. And, like, here's the thing. Great sci-fi always has some sort of undertone. It always has some sort of uh, satire or message underneath it. And, like, there's just... It's just so perfectly done. Like, I lo- I really do love the first one. Uh, it's a rich film. Yeah. It's an absolutely rich movie. Uh, it's just a shame that Neil's next two movies were just so middle, mediocre. middle. No, dude, dude. What Chappie, do? I, I don't know what Chappie else is not middle of the road. Chappie oh, is yeah. straight up trash. That is one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen that. I don't understand what happened with that movie specifically, like where he went wrong or how much Coke he did. But you have you Do you guys know the plot of that movie at all? I actually, Chappie, I have no idea. No. Okay, so... Friendly, uh, friendly Robot? Yeah, exactly. Friendly Robot. However, instead of it being a movie where the robot learns, like, you know, human emotions and, you know, there's this whole arc and he's like, I'm not a machine, you know, all that shit. It's just an hour and a half of this robot dicking off with these South African pop stars that cast themselves in the movie and play themselves in the movie... <laughs> And then at the last 30 minutes, Hugh Jackman's like, I built an evil robot. And Chappie just fights it for whatever reason. Like, that's literally the plot of the movie. That's the events that take place. He learns to shoot guns sideways, use slang. Like, what What? What are you doing? What are you doing? That doesn't sound like it's together. supposed to be a blockbuster. That should be like a made-for-TV movie. You know what I mean? Like, that goes on Comedy Central, and that's it. <laughs> uh, Copley played Chappie, too. What a waste. What a waste. Uh, Did he really? Yeah, which is wow. a fall for grace from him because he played Vickis in District 9 and was amazing, mm-hmm. and he played the guy who gets his face blown off, at Kruger, I think his name is, Kruger. and gets his face yeah, reconstructed. Yeah. Nick, have you ever seen Elysium? I was about to ask. I haven't seen it, but oh, it, it right. looked really most, bad. Most mediocre, most... most mediocre movie ever. Danny and I that... walked out of the theater and were like, I don't feel one way or the other on this. Like, it's just okay. But there is that this movie. amazing scene where Charlotte Coppola gets his face blown off by a grenade and they take him to a med bay and they reconstruct I remember, his face. I remember seeing part of that. I think we might have showed you it in college. CGI it was so seen. fucking awesome. It was awesome. But yeah, that movie is the living embodiment of purgatory. Like, it's not that bad, but it's really not that good. Like Matt Damon's in it and he's there. <laughs> However, like the best the best character is Kruger, played by how do you pronounce his name? Charlton Cooper. It's Charlton Char- Copley. Or Copley. Whatever. Copley. Dude, we Copley. Actually, That's a South African guy. Really great actor. Actually, so he's the best part of the movie. Actually, going back 
going back to Matt Damon, how did he get sick again? Was it he stepped in a microwave or something? And like, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it was something to that effect. It's like, oh, it you, was something like yeah. That. And then all of a sudden, he had like a a huge amount of cancer. It was a referendum on healthcare, and healthcare is mm. on the moon, and only the rich can go there or whatever. It's I don't know. It's fucking. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's what it is. It but. Was- it was dumb. But the but action, the, the action was, was good awesome. though. I did like the action because the action was like that super bloody, like District Nine type of action. Mm-hmm. Going just real graphic. Yeah, but going back to District Ten, um, just wild, rampant speculation. Because uh, that's what ninety percent of this show is. I, I really hope that they pick up right where they left off, or maybe mm-hmm. do some sort of time lapse to like now, but the the idea of like where Vickis is and what he's doing. And, um, that, that's Hugh Jackman from Chappie. (laughs) Like, look at that fucking haircut. Oh yeah. Look at that clip. That's like a 20 round mag (laughs) in a nine millimeter. He's going to, he's, he's going to miss a lot. So (laughs) all those characters got plot armor, but I, I hope they pick up right where they left off. And if they do do a time lapse, they fill us in with not exposition, but with like, have you guys seen the new Blade Runner? No, no, I haven't seen that. There was obviously there was exposition in that film, and not to ruin anything, but there's a conversation between Ryan Gosling's character and between uh, Harrison Ford's character where they fill in the blanks of the last 35 years of that you're missing from the first to the second one, but they do it so organically and just. The storytelling's great, and that's just what I really hope for. You know, push all the action aside, push all the the amazing special effects aside. I just really want the story to be just as good as the first one was. So, so yeah. just I'm gonna put a note here for future me and later in the episode to talk about how to do good expository dialogue when we get to WandaVision. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. This is a good point. That's a, a good point to bring up. For you there, which is something WandaVision couldn't do. <laughs> this is amazing. This is this is I like if this is gonna go the way I think it's gonna go now, I'm gonna be totally caught off guard. It's a good it's a good thing we left a lot of space for this exactly for this yeah. segment. You're getting just a little taste. But um <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I hope they pick up exactly where they left off. I had to reread what happened in District Nine just because I haven't seen it in oh probably over a decade, maybe. But just rereading it, I'm just feeling all those emotions just coming back and then like the ending and just how sad it is. But I absolutely do want to see how he's adapting to his new life. Uh, and I just want to see like a montage of how they brought how they bring him up to like present day. Well, you saw it. No, he's eating cat food out of cans. Have <laughs> <laughs> food looking for flowers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's his life. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Glamorous. such a good movie. I'm going to have to, I, have to show I did Liz that see movie. That I did see that Peter Jackson is uh, going to be the executive producer on this, which he was not the executive. Pro- he was the executive producer on District Nine, not the executive producer on Elysium and Chappie. Maybe that's what went wrong. Maybe they just well, needed Peter Jackson as a name at the top of it. To that's what's important here is Peter Jackson's money, and <laughs> exactly. I think Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro was a producer on the film too. The first Wait, one, I think. What Guillermo del Toro? Uh, Let's I don't I don't see that on Wikipedia, but that's not the end all be all right. But either way, I then it was I always get him and Peter Jackson 
mixed up kind of because you know they do kind of look the same but uh, because of lord of the rings and the hobbit and all that <laughs> exactly however uh guillermo del toro will come up a little later in the show another nice little tease for you well now i don't even know what's going on so <laughs> so but either way though the reason that district nine got made in the first place was because they were trying to make a halo movie and they were only able to get like 35 million raised so Neil Blomkamp was like, well, I have this script and Peter Jackson in this case read it and was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, all right, well, it's easier for us to make a $35 million movie than it is for us to try and make a $200 million movie, which it's kind of strange to me that Peter Jackson wasn't able to get just $200 million from anybody yeah, to make right? a movie. But yeah. I guess since Especially he was, since he was not writing and directing, then, you know, obviously that's a little bit of a, uh, a different lane, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I think everybody here is excited for it. And, uh, mm-hmm. obviously if, uh, if we're still doing this, we'll probably talk about it. <laughs> so, but now, right now it's just the screenplays being written, right? Yeah. It's just, okay. But yeah. All right. <laughs> let's, let's set our calendars for three years to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, on the next show. Yeah. Celebrating our three year anniversary. We'll have 40 listeners as opposed to four. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, that is a bit ambitious. You're right. You're right. That is. So moving on though, Disney plus has announced their live action cast for the remake of Pinocchio. And so far, like I'm actually, I'm shocked. Kind of. I'm absolutely stupefied by this. Joseph Gordon-Levitt will be playing Jiminy Cricket. Tom Hanks is going to be playing Geppetto. Benjamin really? Evan Ainsworth yeah. is going to be Pinocchio. Don't know who that guy is, but he's going to oh, be... Oh, no, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a typo. It's Ben Shapiro. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, Ben... <laughs> Well, let's be he clear. Wants to be a real boy. Ben Shapiro likes to pretend <laughs> that he has that he has free speech, but he's controlled by billionaires. That's how he's funded. So you know he is also a puppet on strings. Um, Keegan Michael Key is going to be Honest John. Now refresh my memory because it's been like fifteen, maybe more, like twenty years since I've seen Pinocchio. I want to say, is that one of the kids that turns into a donkey? Uh, oh no! no he's, he's a fox character. I, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, so I, I do know that there is a, a fox character. Um, I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. What does but, it say? Uh, <laughs> but I do uh, just want to point out that while I was doing my research on uh, Pinocchio, I came across that there's another Pinocchio movie that's going to get released this year. And on that's Netflix. on God, baby girl. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is a stop motion animated uh, musical dark fantasy film. And again, stop, 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 stop. Back to what I was talking about. Guillermo del Toro is the director. Is it going to be in English? I don't know. I don't all, know. Apparently, all the na- like all the names end in O. It's like Matteo Garone, Roberto Bigini. Uh, Arca, Arca, yeah, these, this is going to be a foreign language film and I'm in, uh, I mean, listen, I like him as a director. Shape of Water was good. I love yeah. the two Hellboy movies. Pan's Labyrinth is the shit, but like, why, <laughs> why it is, it is a dark twisted retelling of Pinocchio going to be released by Netflix. It was actually in development hell for a little while. And then Netflix brought it back to life 
at some point. They didn't announce it, but it was just brought back to life. So now here's the cast going up against uh, the Disney Plus live action cast. Gregory Mann as Pinocchio, who I'm not sure who Gregory Mann is. Uh, Ewan McGregor is the talking cricket is the character. Is okay, being yeah, called. so they couldn't call him Jiminy Cricket. Got they it. They couldn't call Got him Jiminy it. Cricket. Uh, Ron Perlman, Christoph Waltz, Kate Blanchett, and John Turturro are in the movie. Not I have bad. a feeling this Not is going to be the better Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> so we have huh. Pinocchio. All of a sudden, on. I'm interested in this other Pinocchio. You know, the let's be clear, though. Neither of these Pinocchio movies was anyone asking for, okay? Nobody, <laughs> oh, no. nobody no, woke no. up one morning, you know what? We need another Pinocchio movie. However, if there's... One of two Pinocchio movies. I'm gonna take the Ron Perlman, Christoph Waltz <laughs> Pinocchio. You know what's, you I know what's weird? The Guillermo del Toro one. There, I look. I'm looking up Gregory Mann Pinocchio. Cannot find a picture of this person. I don't no. know. He he does not have a Wikipedia page, which tells me he's not real. I'm seeing a lot of Finn Wolfhard. Who is? Oh, I think I found him. Nope. I hope that's not him. <laughs> nope, nope, not him. Well, so not like, him. Nope. just like. To kind of put it out there, it's like I've been extremely disappointed in a lot of what Disney's done, like with their their IPs. But I mean, of all the movies to remake, it's nobody's favorite Disney movie is Pinocchio. No, go ahead, no, reboot it. When you start doing the Lion King and Aladdin, that that gets me a little heated. But it's like Pinocchio, sure. Give You're it a, treading give it a on try. hollow ground with that one, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> you know they fucked up my two favorite Disney animated films in and one not summer. Stop there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fuck up your least favorite ones too. But yeah, the, neither one of these did anyone ask for. But I love how even Netflix is in on the game on rebooting this story. I mean, that well, again, we didn't even no mention we didn't even mention it? Sophia the Seagull. Who the fuck <laughs> is Sophia the Seagull? It's a new character. Oh, go perfect, perfect, perfect. What's what's Sophia the Seagull? Like what what political agenda are they gonna try yeah. and push with Sophia the Seagull? You know what it's I mean? Definitely gonna be like the character that was in. Uh, the, the Han Solo movie that was like the robosexual like anarchist. Oh, like, right. Yeah, all right, let's just throw like some stereotype in there to get people all excited about it. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll <laughs> we'll infer that our, our the character with the most swag is also fucking the robot. That's that's what we're gonna really heavily lean on. And everyone in the boardroom was like, Good idea. Like yeah. I mean that's why the, that's why they made Don Cheadle an AI character in Space Jam. Oh, you know, my- no more Lola Bunny. We need a sexy robot. <laughs> and Don Cheadle. <laughs> I think Don Cheadle is the manifest... Whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Fucking, it's so stupid. But, yeah, uh, I didn't ask for either of these. I, 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 it's just like... I mean, like, it's... it's it, it was like... Do you remember when they were announcing the cast for the Batman, like, two years ago? And everyone was just like... It seems like they're more concerned about getting a good cast together than they are, like... I would have rather of them not said anything and just made the movie and then put out a trailer. You know what I mean? The Netflix one or the Disney one? <sighs> Either or. or. <laughs> However, I will be watching this Netflix one now. Yeah. Now, now I feel like I have to. Even the Disney one, like I really wasn't that excited about it. I but hope, now that I see, I hope I they put them out. I hope they put them out on the same week so we can do a dueling Pinocchio's episode. I was. <laughs> I, I think. This, 
this, this Pinocchio is coming out this year. There's no date yet, but it's coming oh, out 2021. Oh, yep. now I'm amped. Now I am excited. Yep. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. me feel good. Set your calendars. I, I just, Set your like, calendars. I got to pull up this image and put it as my background because the Guillermo del Toro one looks horrifying. Let me see it. Oh, it looks horrific. It is going to be dark. And again, stop motion animation, which is the most uncomfortable animation you can think <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, no, that's very true. Have you guys ever think seen of- that? Have you guys ever seen that band stop motion claymation kids cartoon on YouTube? It's like it yeah. explains no. death and life, and it's insane. I watched it when I was like stoned in high school, like six times, and it freaked me out. But it's still up there; you can find it. It's fucking. But ah. it's it's. I I will never look at claymation again after that. Have you got the picture, Nick? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm 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 good on claymation. Like think every Tim Burton movie. Now we're gonna have that, but with Pinocchio. Well, and I, mean- I I. I'm about like I, like the older Tim Burton stuff before he like went off the deep end. That's all great, you know. It's like I'll take more of that. I like Especially Batman and Batman with, Returns. Like, a craftsman like Guillermo del Toro, like he he's an an artist, an auteur, if you will. Yeah. An auteur. All right, let's see it. Lena. Oh sweet Jesus! Oh my God! Oh Why? my God! There's a trailer for this out. He looks like he's in pain. There's a trailer. <laughs> Hey, man, what? if your nose was doing that, you'd be in pain, too. There are oh, no Jesus. strings on me. Hold yeah. on. Are we are we going to do a trailer? <laughs> Is this now a trailer reaction? Are we now going to do a trailer reaction? I don't, I don't have it set up. I, it's going to take a minute, but we'll we'll get oh to it. We'll God. get to it. We'll, we'll precursor this. Oh, my God. I think there's a trailer. The, oh. I mean, it has <laughs> to if it says trailer HD. Yup, there's a trailer. Oh, so this is already made. Yeah, no, again, it's coming out in 2021. Wait a minute. Roberto. Hold on. Wait, who's Roberto? Roberto. Who's Roberto Benigini? Wait, Boito. You got Roberto de Benigini. Benigini, hey. Uh, He's cool. You can. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Do you want to pull up the trailer? Do we want to do a trip? Trailer react? I mean, like, it's gonna take me a minute to set it up, and I, I don't think I don't I don't want to waste the time on setting it up. All right, if we if we got time at the end, we'll pull yeah it yeah up. we'll we'll do it at the end if we have time. All right, so moving on, everyone. Uh, this is a, a segment I I just came up with uh the other day. It's called uh Pat Libs, and basically what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I I tried so I tried other names. I just couldn't like this, is the, this is the first one that came to mind. Can you take that down? So. so I can't. I can't do the show. I can't do the show. He's still there. I'm sorry. This is just how I look. So, <laughs> don't judge me, God. So, so um, I got a belly ache. Basically, <laughs> holy shit, my nose hurts. So this is what bad Pepto Bismol will do. What do you think was in that Danish? So. <laughs> All right, let's get to Pat Libs. So, all right, so basically the way this is going to work is I found a story this week that uh, didn't show up on these guys' radar, and I thought it would be really funny if uh, I told them these guys, like, this story as a mystery and then revealed what it was at the end. However, then we took it one step further, and I thought, let's make a little game of Mad Libs on this show. So I'm going to ask these guys to fill in all the words, and then we'll read the story together. And the very last sentence of the story, we'll reveal what movie that we're talking about. Okay? These guys have no idea. I, don't, I do not believe you guys Googled anything 
at all no. throughout the week. No, and you, you didn't really give us. You were like, "There's a crazy thing in Hollywood." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I didn't want to like allude to anything or give you guys any notion of what it could be. So let's just start. Uh, first, we need a noun. Uh, dick root. Dick root. Got it. You want to alternate? Yeah, yeah, we can alternate. Need another noun. Um, hemorrhoid. Hem. <laughs> we got a real theme going on here. I like where this is going already. All right. Uh, next, we need a job title. Uh, Pat, what's your title? Uh, uh on this uh, AM content manager. Oh, I, got, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> Uh, uh maybe, maybe like pimp. All right, yeah. <laughs> oh, pimp. I like pimp. pimp. Sorry to take your turn there, Danny. No, no, no. It's fine. Need a name. Uh, let me Guillermo del Toro. Oh, I'm okay. not gonna write that out. I'm just gonna... just just do Guillermo. Yeah. Guillermo. <laughs> Guillermo. You could say Gmo for short. We'll know what you mean. Gmo. G dog. <laughs> Guillermo. Okay. Uh, a verb ending in ing. Uh, I'll do dancing. Okay. I was going to say hemorrhaging. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat, you pick which one you, you I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go with hemorrhaging. Okay. Uh, job title. Again, another one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, uh, astrophysicist. There we go. That's a good title. <sighs> Have fun writing that one. Yeah. That looks good on a resume. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can't find that job on Monsters. Uh, name. Need another name. Uh, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> we got Guillermo and Keith. And Keith. <laughs> um, what the fuck did I write here? Imagine uh, we're guessing all the correct names. Adjective. Um, bulbous. Oh no, I'm Ooh. sorry. I need first. First, I need a movie prop. Uh, Drildo. Drildo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never heard that term before, but I think I know what you're talking. About. <laughs> all right, That's now, now, uh, now, <laughs> now, I need an adjective. Use bulbous. Bulbous. <laughs> the bulbous drill, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need another noun. Um. Person plays memory with foam. Memory foam. Got it. Okay. Just right off the top of the dome, you know. You didn't look around or anything. <laughs> no time. No time looking. All right. Uh, need another job title, gents. Okay. All right. Um, proctologist? Go to God the damn it. Could you guys pick anything fucking more obnoxious? All right. I'm writing it down. <laughs> the ass man. I thought that was the point of Mad Libs is to pick <laughs> shit that's weird. Yeah. The, that's weird and hard for the person right. doing it to write. Uh, yeah. Name. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Name. Name. Uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Oh, I, I was thinking Dwayne. Dwayne? Dwayne? Yeah, The Rock. Dwayne? Oh, okay. Dwayne. Pat, did you finish writing Dwight Eisenhower? Dwayne is down. 
Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> um, anal beads. Got it. Got it. Nice and Wait, easy. Did it need to be plural? What about just one anal? Bead? I have. <laughs> you broke him. Well, because I have. They don't make singular anal. Yeah, beads, they don't have they? anal bead. You know they what I mean? Stuck. You can Those... break it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, but see, that's that that would probably cause a medical issue that's why they don't make one you know I guess. uh no. so well not that i would know so <laughs> um adjective um smelly the spectrum of of crass to like okay is just all over the place <laughs> noun um can we do more anal beads <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, uh, scalpel. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking serial killers are like, oh, scalpel. Scalpel. Household items. Oh, it's, the, it's the proctologist's scalpel. <laughs> He's got to pull out anal beads. <laughs> and what do you need? A scalpel. All right. Verb ending in ing. Uh, hacking. Oh, with the scalpel. With the scalpel, yeah. Or on a computer. You know. Verb. Not bounce. ending in ing. Yeah, just regular verb. We'll do bounce. Bounce. Ooh, I like bounce. Me likey bouncy. Me likey bouncy. <laughs> what is that? What is that from? Uh, family Guy. She digs a bite of the apple. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she digs another bite. All right, plural noun. Uh, apples. Man, <laughs> can we change that to Randy Newman's? <laughs> I'm writing down apples. <laughs> Please, another name, another name, another name. Uh, noun. Randy Newman. Uh, sarcophagus. Sarcophagus. Ooh, that's a good one. Hopefully, I can. Rem I'm not spelling these right. Uh, verb ending in ing. Um, mummifying. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, how, many, how many more do we have to go? We we yeah. only have a little bit. Okay. We're like we're. This is great. This is great content for our yeah. audience. Incredible. Uh, Incredible. Okay. Job title and name again. All right. Uh, uh, Danny, you take name. I'll take job title. Got it. Uh, I I have the name. So, okay. Mine is uh, my my job title is going to be Major League. Pitcher. And the name? Uh, hold on. Major League Pitcher. Do you want a team that he plays for? No. Okay. <laughs> All right, name? Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. <laughs> Nade Dog. You got Ralph Nader, Guillermo, and Keith on the board. All right. We, found oh, uh, we need Nader. a name. We need another another name. Oh, oh, um, Ron Paul. Ron. Ooh, Paul. there we go. Not Rand. Ron. Ron, the original flavor. <laughs> the original. And R -R. one last noun, and then we're good. One last noun. Uh, processor chip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, let's hear this story. All right, uh, boys, are we ready? Porn ready. All right. 
Recently, it was reported that on dickroot.com, <laughs> that production of, of uh, what's it called? Of, was it hemorrhage? Oh, no. That, the, that production on hemorrhoid had halted after <laughs> Pimp Guillermo... <laughs> After Pimp Guillermo was caught hemorrhaging with uh with their astrophysicist Keith on top of the production's drildo, this bulbous <laughs> this bulbous catastrophe violates several memory phone protocols. Proctologist Dwayne was so mad that he said that the, <laughs> to the film's anal bead, "You're the most smelly scalpel I've ever worked with." When we finish. Hacking this movie. I never want to bounce with you again. When it's time for apples, if you're still sarcophagus, I'm not mummifying back. <laughs> Following these reports, Major League pitcher Ralph Nader was re <laughs> has revealed she is now pregnant with Ron Paul's baby. <laughs> is it reality or just a wild processor chip? Guess we'll find out in nine months. Either way, can't wait to enjoy 2022's The Batman. What the fuck? What? I'm first Ralph of all, Nader. first of all, what is Ralph Nader doing behind the camera? <laughs> right? That's what I want to know. All right, but Jesus. So, all right, that was fun. We should do that again. So that, that was a lot of fun, but now I really need to know the whole story. However, if, from what it sounds like, we were not that far off. <laughs> it, yeah. does, it doesn't sound too far out of the realm <laughs> of reality. So they were hemorrhaging. So basically, what happened, or what we what we've heard so far, uh, <clears throat> that's going around the rumor mill. I, I heard this story that uh, Robert Pattinson was caught uh, doing the dirty with Zoe Kravitz on top of the Batmobile when they thought that the set was empty. And Matt, that's awesome. And Matt Reeves walked in on them while it was going on, and he had already had issues with Pattinson because Pattinson has like an entitlement issue and everything. And we we've talked about that before about how like he didn't want to work out in COVID. He didn't want to bulk up for the role. He just had differing point of view. Apparently Matt Reeves caught them and immediately started screaming at them. Cause you know, it, vo it violates protocol, COVID protocol safeties. And that's what the issue that, is. That's the, that's the only issue. Yeah. Uh, and one, you know, besides issue. for like fucking on top of a prop, that's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> so, Either way, though, now it's um, he said to his face, like, you're the most entitled actor I've ever worked with. I, I never want to work with you again. If uh, you know, if we come back for reshoots, if you're here, I don't want to be here. So now his future on the film itself and the future sequels is just cast into doubt now, all, all because of whatever this was. And Zoe Kravitz announced that she's pregnant. Wow. And I don't think that's you know, a coincidence. Now, there's also rumors that they're secretly <clears throat> dating. Here's the thing. Take this all with a grain of salt, and I'm not saying it's true or it's not, but what I will say is that where there's smoke, there's fire. So obviously something is going down on that fucking set that it, obviously not everyone's having a good time. What's interesting, I'm trying to find something about the story. I guess, oh, now, now I'm seeing some exclusives about it. But either or, you got to admit, that's pretty baller. That's the fucking coolest that's Batman move I've ever heard. Like if they put, you know for, 
you know for a fact Bruce Wayne was really doing that with Catwoman. Yeah, yeah bro. hands down. Exactly. They were fucking on top of, inside of the Batmobile. Around. There's definitely there's definitely a fuck button on the Batmobile sure. as well. It's there's like some that, mood lighting what's that, going. What's that Quagmire episode where he goes in and like he's like, uh, they're in Peter they're in Quag Peter's in Quagmire's house and he fucking turns the light switch and the light um <laughs> Puts him to sleep and puts him on the chair and opens his legs up and then rips all his clothes off. That's the type of shit we're dealing with. That's definitely what the Batmobile does. Yeah, for but, sure. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, A, you know, COVID protocols. That's that's a terrible thing. Um, B, it's gross. Like, it's just gross. Like, to just be fucking on top of your props when other people then got to use and clean those props. It's just disgusting. Also, have you but, seen what the Batmobile looks like? This, this one, it's all janky and like, look, I'm going to pull it up. It looks like, like an okay. American muscle car. It looks like a, like a, like a charger or old school. Yeah, Challenger. but it looks like a car made. So it's in got rust. terrible gas uh, mileage. Yeah, but he got it. <laughs> he got that money for it. <laughs> all he got is it yeah. doesn't look comfortable to fuck on. Uh, yeah, maybe that was the adventure, you know, like, let me I, I got to see this thing. I got to see it because this is, you know, there's so many things morally and physically wrong with this. But at the same time, if you were Batman and you had the opportunity to do it, he, listen, he's a, he's a character actor. He's he's uh, uh, he's trying to get into character. There's chemistry going on. That's where do you, what you, want where do you guys actors. think they did it? Where do you guys think they did it? I think like in between like the hood scoop and like the left headlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, like that, that, actually, that little narrow space. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, definitely there. Well, they're Probably narrow right people, there. you know, and that's not that's not a rude or, or criticism of yeah. their body type. They're just small people, you know. <laughs> they're, they're they're little people, but um, no, I mean, yeah, it looks like that car that uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, it was from like a show in like the '80s. I can't remember. Oh, you're what talking the about show... Night Rider? Night Rider. Night Rider. Kind of looks like the car from Night Rider. He talks. Ah. Yeah, but Kip ain't got no. You think <clears throat> nah, I'm not gonna say that. Hey, um, <laughs> he didn't have anybody banging on him. <laughs> not that I, not that I want to really rush the show along, but it is eight thirty-seven. If we want to get into Wandavision, yeah, stuff. you're right. However, that uh, that was our fun little game for this evening. That was, that was fun though. That was we, fun. We, that we should do that more often. Uh, we'll make more time for it though, because now we know how long it takes. So and now I got to read more about this story because that's wild. Yeah, it's yep. it's insane. <clears throat> Everything good? You all right, Nick? You okay? No, I'm just like, that's awesome. I'm not upset <laughs> at all. Yeah, no, this is not something that upsets me, and I'm not like, oh, how could I mean, he? Like, do you give me the opportunity? I do it too. To movie and the possibility of you know like B-roll, possibility this of B-roll. Series. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we were filming the whole time but but like if this jeopardizes this like new version of batman like that would really suck but that's fucking awesome what a that's baller cool reason for it to go down though you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so moving on though gents uh we finished wandavision as with everybody i guess you know because this isn't a show the weekly episodes yeah uh there is gonna be no season two it was just this one season this one series they you know to pretty much uh explain some more of the story of our the characters that we love so much and uh so let's just get started right off the bat uh i think it's fucking awesome like I, I don't I don't have very many complaints. I know that there are some legitimate criticisms of the show, and I do have legitimate criticisms of it, but just 
we'll, we'll, we'll start with you, Nick. I know you got something to say. Um, well, I like just as an overall, um, I, I really enjoyed it. I really look forward to, to every episode. I, the first two episodes, I kind of thought the pacing wasn't great or the three. So like those first two episodes, they really just said, Hey, here's Wanda and vision doing this thing and no idea of what's going on outside of the hex. And then a whole episode was just an exposition dump. It's like, all right, well, here's everything else going on where they could have sprinkled it in. But once we got past that, I thought everything was really, really um, enjoyable, and I always looked forward to it. Yeah, but like you said, there there are definitely problems, um, but I, I, would, I enjoyed the series overall. I, I would agree with that for the most part. However, like I said in the beginning when we first talked about the first three episodes, I'm glad that Marvel just put something out that was weird and just let yeah. it be weird. You know, yeah. let everybody guess what's going on. You know, they're building this mystery. And I agree that the pacing, um, the pacing kind of wasn't there in the beginning. But like I said, with episode four, I was like, all right, then now I'm hooked. Like, I got to see how this ends. And even to that notion, I mean, like, you know, we'll get into the payoff. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, I like the way they built the mystery and how they presented it to us in the beginning as like, here's what this is going to be every episode. You know what I mean? But then they slowly trickled in what was happening. But I, I agree that it was unique storytelling. I thought it was a unique way into this, you know, very different character. And it, you know, just didn't follow the regular Marvel tropes as they always do. But at the, I am probably in a different boat than you guys. I did not like the finale. I didn't really like the show much to begin with and so i just felt like as the mystery was unraveling you know they had me hooked around like episode four where i was like okay this is actually pretty good this is fun but then as the mystery started to unravel then so did just the rest of the show and then it just unraveled into what i felt was just an anticlimactic boring ending of a series which that, that is I, not at the end of the day i just did not enjoy that it. is well, not a hot take either i've heard quite yeah. a lot that a lot of people are disappointed in the finale mm -hmm. which yeah i mean not to skip right to the finale because there are some things that i do want to go over before we get there i mean let's just start with like the character the characters and the actors and the performances first of all across the board actors performances this is like Paul Bettany, this is like some of the best work he's ever done, if not the mm -hmm. best work he's ever done. I, I have one exception. Who? I thought everybody was great, except for the kids. Those kids sucked. Okay. They sucked ass. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, I, you guys, they're kids. I, no, no, no. There's, there's, there are children who can act their asses off, um, and those were not. Those two kids were not in that group. Yeah, I mean, maybe that, maybe that just goes to show how great the other actors were. That you know. They were just so good that then you look at the kids like, you're like amateurs. Like Elizabeth <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Olsen Elizabeth Olsen can carry can carry mm -hmm. a show. Yeah. She can carry a movie. Uh, Although I still don't know what is up with her accent and why it just why it's so fleeting. Well, it they talked about that. They talk about out. that in it, one I, episode. I know they, they talk about yeah. it. Like, oh, there it is again. You They're just that like that accent, accent just that. goes in and out. Well, I think. Because, well, I mean, like, from a production standpoint, I think they did it because, like, she's from Sokovia. She has this hard Eastern European accent. And then everyone just got sick and tired of it. So if you watch the Avengers films, it's like 
Age of Ultron, she has the accent. Civil War, it's starting to disappear. Infinity War, it's pretty much almost gone. Endgame, every time she speaks, it's gone completely. Age of Ultron, she lost it midway through the movie. When you meet her in the beginning, she has the accent, and then at the end, the accent is gone. Like, I remember sitting with Katie in the movie theater, like, didn't she have an accent? Where the hell did it go? She loses it midway through the movie. But other than that, outside of the accent, Elizabeth Olsen did an amazing job carrying yeah, this show. Yeah, no, she's great. And, and again, Paul and, Bettany was great as well. And this, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I always, when I go see a Marvel movie or an Avengers film, I was always like, I'm here to see fucking like four different people and then everyone else is just cool to see on screen. I look forward to seeing Scarlet Witch now in every in every property she's in now. Because this, this did so much for her character and it yeah. also did a lot for just her journey in general, like seeing what she went through and how she got to this thing and just really like what her power level is. Because they always said she was the strongest Avenger. And that's always been true based upon, you know, the, the literature that they've based this off of. But personally, like you just didn't see it. But now that she is the Scarlet Witch, like now that she has that power and she's able to read that book and do like the astral projection shit like with Doctor like Doctor Strange was doing in his movie, that that I mean like they they even said it. They said like you're stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. You know what I mean? Which he's the strongest magical being. So I guess, you know, he, she's got to be some you know some serious shit. But what's interesting is that I I'm, I don't know too much about her character in the books or in the comic books. Is she like this foretold being who's going to like bring the end of humanity or something like that. Like no. they said, she's apocalyptic. No, she's just a mutant. <laughs> she's right. just that, a that's mutant. all. That's all. Yeah. She, I thought they yeah. said she was brought about there's, by like chaos. There's, magic there's going to end the world. There's like, there's a run called house of M where she pretty much like changes the, the fabric of reality and everything and really tests her, her, her true uh, form. But all this apocalyptic shit, you got to remember they had to justify calling her the Scarlet Witch and making her so imposing now because Marvel did not own the rights to that character until they just bought Fox because she it. was a part of the X-Men squad because mm -hmm. she, uh, her and Quicksilver are Magneto's children. That's how it works in the oh, comics. So okay. when they were able to use her for Age of Ultron and introduce her, they just called her Wanda Maximoff because they could not refer to her as the Scarlet Witch. So, so are you saying that her daddy in the last episode when she was looking at the past is not her daddy? I think I it's th just this is an alternate version of the yeah, story. Yeah, I think this is just oh, their okay. take on the story. Well, the, okay. the, one, the one question I did uh, have, and Pat, you might be able to shed some light on this, did they go into at all how Quicksilver gets his powers? Because like they talked about how Wanda, ah, uh, dude, it's it was been like so maybe long. it was internal and touching the uh, the stone kind of unlocked it in her. But, it's been uh, so long, dude. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, well, I, I, I mean, like they're just mutant children, you know? Like, you know, they they have the X gene. That, well, that... I don't know, but that's the thing. It's like the way I interpreted it was this is not a mutant. In this version of the story, she's not a mutant. She's, no, you know, she's like a, a mutate. Yeah, she's a mutate where she gets her powers after the fact. They don't come from her genes. They come from right. Whatever. Well, I was going to like, like I not even a, like a genetic thing. It just seems like it's more of a, uh, you know, a magical type of thing, which is cool to me. It's like that they're able to kind of weave in stories that exist and kind of come up with their own spin on them. They're not really tied to any right. existing comic book property. So 
I do yeah, like the I fact that, that she joined Hydra. <laughs> I do like the yeah. fact that she willingly joined Hydra and she didn't know what she was getting herself into. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, characters, performance across the board, everything was good. Everyone shits on the kids. Paul Bettany, production. great production yep. quality. Production was great. Like I said, the whole series cost two hundred fifty million to produce. Everything looked great. The special effects was awesome. I know some people are disappointed in the finale because it didn't look like. Than like, do you guys remember what Thanos and Doctor Strange looked like when they fought in Infinity War? Like how they mm -hmm. were like doing all these crazy. Like, I I get it, but at the same time, like she only knows how to do that. You know what I mean? She doesn't yeah, know. You know yeah. She just had learned that rune trick. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Before this f fight also, happened. The only who who cares? It's like that was a big epic movie that concluded a decade of films. This is a tiny little, well, you know, TV we'll, show. We'll it's get to that. Scale. We'll get to that and because I have notes written down for that shit too. But what were you going to say, Danny? No, I was just going to say, but uh, I, I, I even will say that the Vision v. Vision fight, even that at parts did not look amazing. There was something about the texture of Vision that just didn't look great. Which again, it that's such a stupid thing to complain about, but that it, for the yeah, sake of talking about I, the show, that is just something I will bring up. Um, it didn't look the super polished. Uh, the ship thing, I loved that. I loved the, <laughs> the whole ship, which, the ship I'll, of the. I'll get to that because that was the stupidest freaking thing. You thought that was stupid? I thought that was I fucking genius. That. I was like, well, they're I both supercomputers, so it makes sense. I hated everything about White Walker Vision. Just all of a sudden, <laughs> he just appears. And then they have a conversation about a made-up ship, and then he does like the the thing, the, touches his head, and then all of a sudden, well, oh, I'm Vision, doses. So Vision originally, like when Vision dies in the comics, he comes back as that gray Vision. He has all the memories, but he has none of the emotions. So that's what they were trying to get along. And I can kind of agree that it was not done as smoothly as you could do it in like a it full character arc of a film, mm -hmm. but. I do enjoy the way they pulled it off, how he played to their strengths. Where like they both like they're equally strong. So they either gonna kill each other or it's gonna be nothing. You know what I mean? They're both gonna live. So the way that he that uh what's it called? Fake vision was able to or imagined vision was able to overcome that fight was to basically be like play to their strengths, you know, like, hey, we're both the most intelligent beings on the planet. Like here I have something for you. You know what I mean? Let me throw something yeah, at like you. Like I have, I have a way to reason with you. Because yeah. the thing is, as we're watching like the fight, which is happening in like the first maybe five minutes, the vision first vision fight, like as I'm watching it, you're starting to realize that these two are not gonna beat each other. Like mm -hmm. they're like the way they're maneuvering around each other's phasing moves, through they each know other exactly yeah. what they know exactly what the other vision is gonna do. And that's part of the reason as I'm watching this, I'm just thinking this is not in action show why are they trying to give me this climactic action sequence when this is not what the show is yeah about? i would agree the bombs and bullets comes two weeks from now the action show that they did exactly. comes in two weeks you know that's um, what I, that's yeah. where i want the action this was an emotional show yeah and that's you know what actually on that subject this show is about processing grief that's what this yeah. show is and, and this PTSD. show is about somebody who had a horrible fucking life and episode eight was it when 
She pulls out the fucking deed to the house and Vision bought the plot of land. Like, first of all, how does he even do that? <laughs> like, and he had to use Tony's money, right? That's the other thing I kept coming back to. Thank he, God. He, he, thank he can God. hack the internet. <laughs> yeah. He can get, you know, thank God. The same way Ultron did. Thank God yeah. Tony is dead because I kept looking at Liz. I was like, you do realize that if Tony was alive, none of this shit would happen, right? Like, oh, yeah. Tony would have taken Vision's body. Like, that was the other thing, too. How did they get Vision's body? Like, the Avengers yeah. were there. And do you honestly think Tony would have allowed that? You know what I mean? Like, really think about Tony Stark for a second. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? No and, like, detail goes unnoticed. And and that's the other thing, too, is that they said, like, Vision had a living will and everything. It's just like, how? How? You know what I mean? Like, how? <laughs> so those, those things, I think, are, are excusable. Very excusable. I mean... In the overall picture of the quality that we got, I mm -hmm. would agree with that. Yes. I would say that the point that Danny brought up is is the more kind of like damning yes. where it's like that episode should never have ended them flying and doing this crazy mm -hmm. battle. Maybe, you know, like magic, sure. You know, that's that's cool, but it didn't need to be a big epic finale. It was it, it was an emotional show, like you said, Pat, about grief, about coming to terms with lost loved ones and about PTSD and a traumatic childhood. That does. I was hoping for more of an emotional catharsis to be the climax of the of the show, as opposed to an epic battle where oh I ruined you after you ruined me, and then all of a sudden she lets go, everything goes back to normal, and then she just puts her hood up and disappears to Nova Scotia just oh, to go Ralph, live uh, in a cabin. Ralph Boner didn't do it for you, Danny. <laughs> you know. You know, I, I thought long and hard about Ralph Boner, and he uh, he just he didn't get me there. But no, it was just I was hoping for more of a catharsis. But one thing that I did like was the fact that the entire town was pissed off at her. Yeah, yeah. I did love how yeah. she walked through everyone, and they're all like, "You bitch!" I like, like how they sprinkled. I like how they sprinkled in that little part of like where she was like. I'm just trying to see my daughter. She's been locked in, you know, she's been locked in the cupboard or like the fucking closet. She's for like dying. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you know, obviously, yeah, it's fucked up. And everyone always kept, and that brings me to my next point. Everyone's trying to find the villain of this show. There isn't really one. You know what I mean? Because she is. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's kind of the point. And like, everyone's like, oh, Agatha, it's been, Ag it really isn't though. It really no. is not because it was more of like, Wanda created this thing and Agatha was over here and was like, Hey, what the fuck is that? And like went over to check it out. You know what I mean? Cause being the nosy neighbor, exactly the nosy neighbor, you know? And I, it's just like, I kind of in that context, you know, it, it's almost like Avengers in Endgame, where their plan went like, you know, it went according to plan. Like, you know, they, they got all the stones. They, you know, they snapped everyone back. You know what I mean? And then Thanos just followed them through time with the Pym Particles. And then that's when the battle happened. You know what I mean? There was no real villain, so to speak, you know? And it, I like Agatha as a character. I thought she was interesting. I, I, I like what they did with her in every single decade. I like how they the sprinkled Catherine uh, mm -hmm. Hahn. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. They, they sprinkled in these little little hints throughout the way. And I like I said, I really appreciate those things. But... Then when you really think about it, the only thing she contributed to the plot was giving us the exposition dump and teaching Wanda how to use the runes just for her to use that in the, the battle at the end. You know what I mean? Yep. Which to me, that's what I was referencing earlier in the episode where it's like, 
okay, the Chekhov's gun was in episode eight. Exactly. Then, then there was the big reveal. It's like, oh, she's using runes. And Catherine Hahn goes, runes. And then Wanda goes, only the witch who put the runes can cast a spell. It's like, yeah, you told no, us no, no. fucking uh, like <laughs> 45 minutes ago. Like maybe if that came into play earlier, it would like you're restating it. And it's just like, oh, that was terrible. Right. Yeah. Now. It's uh, not the best execute. Now. And not only that, like, you know, let, let's talk about the attire. Okay. Wanda went to battle in fucking sweatpants. All right. She like us. All right. She from the streets. Okay. <laughs> she's working from she home. Was dressing, yeah. She's she working from home. She's she. working from home. You know, and I, I Here's the thing. I get why people are upset at the finale because it, it, you know, I, it did have for me when she said, you know, you know, we've said we're saying goodbye this time. And vision was like, so it stands to reason that we'll say hello again. You know what I mean? And she's letting it all go. She's, she's finally like, I need to do right. I need to figure myself out. Everything that for me was the emotional payoff of the story. And before that, when she like, when you see how she created the world and how much she lost and everything, I felt like those parts were enough for me. The parts that I thought were fucking dumb was when Monica Rambo, who, you know, I mean, I guess Quicksilver's rolling in his grave when uh, Quicksilver can't phase through bullets, but Monica Rambo can all of a sudden. Uh, and, um... <laughs> You just see, uh, she says to her and she goes, they'll never know how much you sacrificed. It's like, do you think they care? Do you they think they give a shit? They are not going to forgive her for anything that oh, she did. Yeah. She enslaved their minds. <laughs> yeah, and, she literally enslaved their minds. And they're never going to forgive her. This goes back. She got through. She got over it. Though. That, over that, her, uh, the, did she? This whole like, situation. Did she actually. This whole situation throws back to civil war when Cap and Tony are talking about how um, Tony locked Wanda up in the Avengers compound and uh, Tony says, well, I'm sorry, Steve, they don't exactly give weapons of mass destruction visas. And he's like, I'm, he's like, she's not a weapon of mass destruction. She's a kid. And like, they get into that screaming match over it, that really tense moment. But like, Tony's right. You know what I mean? Even in de death, he's right. She's dangerous and she doesn't know how to control her powers or her emotions for that matter. Mm -hmm. So let's actually get to the reward that she gets is that she becomes the Scarlet Witch. And at the end of the very episode, we'll talk about the post credit scene now. Uh, the first thing is Monica Rambeau. Uh, have you guys seen Captain Marvel at all? Yes. Okay, I would imagine if you didn't see Captain Marvel, then you have no fucking idea what Dude. happened in the movie theater. So, Danny, just to uh, bring you up to speed, uh, Captain Marvel involves the Skrull invasion of the Earth, and the uh, that's going to play into Secret Invasion, which is another series that the Marvel series that they're doing later on on Disney Plus. And basically, when she says like the guy upstairs wants to talk to you, um, you know, immediately Nick Fury. Uh, yes, it was Nick Fury. But I immediately thought, like, oh, okay, there's, you know, somebody upstairs in, like, the, you know, I guess in the top part of the theater or something. I listened, I listened to a podcast this morning that said, like, I thought the host was just, like, I thought for a second that it was, like, a, you know, a, a nest of raccoons or something. <laughs> like, because like, I had no idea what they were doing at that point. And, it's Rocket. <laughs> yeah, it's Rocket. It's right, yeah. Uh, Kat Dennings has one line in the series finale That's and it. fucks off. They were just like, yeah, she turns out she doesn't like debriefs. Uh, no, like, <laughs> what the hell? 
That However, must have, that must have been. She must have just like scheduling. Yeah, scheduling conflict. Like, yeah, we're not doing any more filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna have you crash into this guy. Which, by the way, before we get into the post-credit scene, I just want to acknowledge the absolute best part of the entire finale was when that agent from Sword unloaded his clip at nine-year-old boys and was just (laughs) and then what's her name gets in the middle of it monica gets in the middle of it and then he doesn't stop like he's not even phased he's just like oh i'm shooting her now i thought that's that's where marvel has to give you like bad guy being bad for the sake of being bad he's got exactly he's just bad i honestly kind of i honestly (laughs) kind of felt like i honestly kind of felt like uh, little, uh, the second post credit scene. Let's do that, and then we'll get into fan theories because that drove me up a fucking wall. Um, second post credit scene. She's in Nova Scotia, or you know, that's what we're gonna call it for right now. She's in Nova Scotia, Where, and yeah, Nova she's Scotia. doing. I, I, I figured it was Sokovia. She's out there with a cup of tea, and then you see her astral projection, reading the book, and learning how to be the Scarlet Witch. So obviously, going forward, you know what that means. She's getting her own movie. It's set in stone. It's going to happen after she's supposed to appear in Doctor Strange Multiverses of Madness, which is then going to influence Spider-Man 3, as well as um, Eternals and shit like that. So uh, overall, though, no, I, I would say it was I'd say it was pretty good. I liked it. You know, there was some disappointing moment. Like one of my disappointing moments would be that, like, I really thought Vision was going to be Ultron, like the new Vision was going to be Ultron. And I was like, ooh, here it comes. And then when he started talking, I was like, God damn it. But that was my only problem. The problem we seem to be having right now, and uh, this is goes for the whole fan base, and this is why I don't follow fan theories or anything, is because everyone on the internet is pissed off that, you know, John Krasinski didn't cameo as Reed Richards or uh, Magneto didn't show up or... Um, Pietro really wasn't the Quicksilver. He was Ralph. It's like, you fucking did that, though. You did that to yourself. Or, like, my favorite is, and shout out to my buddy, Lewis. He was like, dude, they're going to, Wanda's going to be a mutant. They're going to show it. It's like, I was like, I first I told him, stop it. You and all the fucking people who are like, they're bringing the mutants into the MCU. This is it. It's like, enough, enough. When they announce the mutants, you'll fucking know. That's a billion dollar uh, property they have right there. They're not not just going to shoehorn it in. Yeah, they're going to hype that shit up beyond belief. And we also got confirmation that they are developing a movie. The title is already out. It's just going to be called The Mutants. Not The X-Men. It's going to be called The Mutants. Um, I mean, all, all that that you were just saying and like the fan theories and everything, that's just neckbeards being neckbeards. Exactly, exactly. Just, and that's my they're, point. They're just beards are just getting thicker and thicker as they're just more and more upset. And 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 you, that's my point exactly, is that like your own disappointment with something that could have never been or was never supposed to be the plan is your mm-hmm. own fault. Like if you're For upset wishing it would happen. because something didn't happen that wasn't even – in the realm of possibility or hinted at that's on you. That's not on anyone else, but yourself. I mean, cause like the way I critique things or the way I take, I just take them as they are. And I talk about what I don't like and what I do like very rarely, very rarely do I sit there and I'm like, here's what I wish would have happened or here's what, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 I just there's can't, nothing there's more, nothing fucking it, to do there. There's nothing more exhausting 
than watching like one, you know, a, a YouTube video, like just talking about the series. All I want is a YouTube video talking about WandaVision. What did this guy think of WandaVision? And all it is is conjecture and wishing and where was this and where was that? Yeah, Why exactly. This? It's exhausting for that guy to just exist. Exactly. And for him, he's constantly just wishing things to happen that will never happen. And I think you can critique, obviously, you can critique a series or any property on its merits. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can hold it to what it did and didn't do right. But you shouldn't shit on something because it didn't go the way you wanted it to. You know what I yeah. mean? Like uh, on some made up basis, like some trumped up charges of a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I read some, some tweet today that was like, the show is called WandaVision and it's based upon how Wanda and vision are in the show, but it's also a double entendre because it is a frequency that Wanda herself is putting out based upon the television shows she mm -hmm. used to work. I mean, she used to watch. So basically Wanda vision television, Wanda, and you know, it's all these different layers. It's not Wanda, Pietro, Magneto, the X-Men, Agatha, Mephesto, nightmare. Well, like, I mean, while, while you are right, it's like everybody did kind of theorize that all these other characters were going to get involved. I do think they kind of, kind of, put too much stock in all these other characters like Agatha like we said before Agatha was cool but they kind of like the misdirect having her just be a big misdirect that that was some like dead weight you know mm -hmm. it's like just just to have a big epic battle at the end the whole military thing with sword where you know like the guy shooting at the kids it's like could have cut all that out I mean it was nice to have that you know to kind of give like Jimmy Woo and Darcy and all those characters something to, something to do but it didn't have to be a big epic battle. It it should have just been an intimate story. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I mean, exactly. They they did kind of do that to them to themselves. Like I kind mean, of made it a little bit too grand. You look at you look at something like Civil War. The huge battle in that movie happens halfway through at the end of Act Two. Mm -hmm. The last battle in that movie is between three people, and the and reason it's emotional. Exactly. It's it's emotionally heavy. And not only that, it incorporates the past of all the characters in what it's just this multi-level, like holy shit moment. I think the villain in that movie is kind of lame. Like, how do you burn an empire? You have them fight themselves. It's like, yeah, but you didn't think of that. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't, <laughs> you just you didn't fucking come up with that. Like, what manifesto did you read? But uh, and he's actually the villain in Falcon Winter Soldier, or so we'll see. Um but yeah, no so that's, that's my no critics. That, that's, I mean, that's my critics. That's my critiques. I think the mystery element was cool. I think the reveal and payoffs were kind of weak. Uh, characters and performances, besides for the kids, were fucking awesome. The villain wasn't really a villain. She was still cool to have around. The finale was just okay. We still got the cathartic, cathartic payoff, at least in my book. I mean, fucking Liz was sobbing right next to me on the couch. And... Uh, what was there to cry at? There was nothing to connect to. <laughs> what? There was no connection. Well, when when it all goes away and she says goodbye, I thought that was yeah, kind of sad. That scene in the living room. And that scene in the living room where like he said he just I, wanted. He said like they said light when you you know you don't you don't turn off the light when you say goodbye. And she was like, "You're lying." And he's like, "Yeah, I just wanted to see you more clearly one last time." Like that's really fucking sad. Okay, like I think it's yeah. sad. 
it's sad. I don't know. Something about that just didn't land. And it just, just didn't land this, at all. This criticism about fan based off of fan expectations and theories is absolutely bonkers. And I, I, I will not have it. I will not have mm-hmm. it. Not on, the, not on this fucking. This is my corner of the internet. Not over here, motherfuckers. Not over here. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I didn't like it for what the show was. That's, just, that's <laughs> yeah. the reason. Yeah, that's fair enough. Thing. Fair enough. You don't that's, have. So the one, the one thing, I, the, the final note that I wanted to put on was I thought um, Monica Rambo. I thought she, whatever the actress's name, I thought she was fantastic, um, and I thought the the way they, you know, have kind of molded that to to put her you know trajectory going forward in the marvel universe was really cool randall park awesome uh darcy awesome like all those characters i feel like they don't get enough everybody's busy talking about you know wanda and vision like those characters were awesome i love those parts of the show the best yeah it was strong acting all around except for those kids (laughs) (laughs) all right clip of the week no shit all right boys let's do this shit all right can you guys see it uh, yeah oh is uh, it yeah. does it start off with a black screen oh do, do we do okay. oh there we go i seize it all right we ready let's do this shit oh yeah I'm ready. Uh-oh. i don't understand let's... <laughs> oh that doesn't sound right that doesn't look great I don't know much about somebody. cars, but I don't think it's supposed to rattle it. But... <laughs> now, you want to talk about a misdirect? WandaVision, that's how you do it, all right? There you like... go. I thought it was going to explode at the end. I'll be perfectly honest. It probably like, did. Have to watch an explosion. <laughs> So I'm guessing the the cloud of smoke was so thick that the other car couldn't even see him. I was going to say, like, did they put, like, a vape cartridge in this fucking car? Like, (laughs) what is going on? I just want to see that. But who drives headlong into a cloud of smoke? (laughs) Exactly. What are you doing? That guy was was still going 20 miles per hour. I just... I question every week we do this. I question the sanity of people in this world, you know, like, and this is why we'll never get out of the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's yeah. so much stupid shit. So for people who are listening, though, it's just a guy. He's just I, he's got some car that's just billowing smoke out of the back of it. And another car. Pure just, white smoke. <laughs> white white smoke, smoke. Oddly enough. Uh, I don't know if that's worse than thick black smoke. But either this way. Is, yeah, this looks like they're about to announce a new pope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what this looks like. And look at this. He just fucking cracked. <laughs> That's a satisfying oh. crunch, too. Yeah, yeah, too. Oh, yeah. I like nobody how nobody's hurt, shocked, but... though. Nobody's shocked, you know? Everyone's like, oh, God, you know, that's what happens, you know? Typical day in the life for Dimitri. That's what happens <laughs> when you're billowing smoke. What is he doing, though? Like, it's... Like how is oh, he getting all Oh, you know that what I just noticed? Look at the back. Look at the frame. Look at right back here. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. You see it? Uh, he's it's like, not, it's like, it's like jaws. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, oh I love that sound. I think it's uh, it sounded like a, you know, like SpongeBob. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you know, just listen. 
Goddamn. Yeah, Goddamn. Are they are they speaking English? I in the beginning I thought they were speaking Russian, but that sounded yeah. like goddamn to me. Go go back to the very beginning. Alright, here's good. I don't think that's English. We'll have to check the that's not English. Right? That's definitely not English. That's number. That's not English. That's number. Here comes Steve in the back. <laughs> yeah, and that's like a fucking dossier, dude. You won't see that on the on the streets yeah, in, that's uh, true. in America. That's... I do love how it does sound like he says, God damn. God damn. That's, God that's damn. universal in every language. God damn. I like how no, no one was like, ooh, or anything, you know? It's oh, like, yeah. This is a deleted scene from uh, WandaVision where they went back to Sokovia. <laughs> All right, Wanda. This is what was actually going on outside. All right, this is Wanda. When my family was in fender bender. This is what they call a five-point turn, okay? It's just, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. <laughs> my father suffered from the whiplash. <laughs> it was minor, but he had pinched nerve after that. <laughs> he was and never the same after He that. was never the same. And he, he did not forgive me. He could never... He could never hug me again. <laughs> he always, every His time we went on, in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. every time we went on long road trips, he would say, I have to pull over. You know, I have that pinch nerve in neck. <laughs> you remember that accident? It's pinch nerve. He just, he cracks his neck and he turns around and he's like, hey, honey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, so my neck, uh, it doesn't really feel too great anymore. Uh, and then he cracks it again and he's just back to Sokovia. And he's just, <laughs> oh, my neck, you know? <laughs> He had, he had to sleep on the couch for the rest of his life because it was the only place he was comfortable. It's firm couch. <laughs> it's right. firm couch. Although, he, after that, he could never sleep with his wife again. All right. Uh, well, that's what did it. with that being said, uh, thank you so much to everyone who is watching or listening. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you. And that being said, you can always listen to the audio version of this uh, if you want to catch up on any major podcast platform. Once again, the show is Nerd Shit Live. I'm your host, Pat Napperano. With me, as always, is Dan Kilkenny, Nick Haverstrow. Mike Burke isn't here this week because uh, happy birthday, Mrs. Burke. Right? Happy <laughs> birthday, Mrs. Burke. And then, give, uh, her, give her a drop. Give, uh, oh, um, give her something good. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so with that, we'll see you next week. <laughs>